So there's a uh, the pandemic, the world's collapsing, and a soccer team walks off the field because someone called, used a gay slur. And they walked off the field and said, that's it, we can't play soccer under these conditions. Wow, that's, that's pretty hardcore. That's, that's San Diego for you. And um, the worst questions of the presidential debate, we'll discuss that. And Trump has COVID. It's still not a pandemic. That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio. This is the Founding Fathers intended, the Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this uh, fall-like day. It is absolutely amazing out there. If you haven't been outside already, you don't want to miss this day. And you don't want to miss this show. I was going to say, don't go outside. Well, you can go outside. Go outside, but sit leave, in your car. Yeah, leave your phone you on, your com- iPad, whatever yeah, it is. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever you need to take with you, take with you. <laughs> right. All right, coming up at 5. Um, F. UVA. UVA has a student who goes to school who wrote F-U-V-A on their door to their dorm room. So what do you do? I'd send him packing. It was to her, and she's belligerent. Then she I hates the school. her packing. Exactly. Why is she there if she hates it? That's so what much. I want to know. She doesn't have to stay there. This is America. <laughs> no one's forcing her to land go to, of opportunity. to Jefferson's like institution. It, get out. And uh, Loudoun County apologizes for being racist. I didn't know that those people who are there now should apologize, but they did. We'll share that with you at five. It's absurd. Our world is insane. The whole county of Loudoun is uh, racist? Just the No, just the schools. Just Apparently the, school. the county's fine. It's well, the schools that are okay. racist. So Trump has COVID. I, I, Richard and I were talking before the show started. Is there, I guarantee you, there are some in the left go, see, I knew it. He never wore a mask. They're giddy. They're they're rolling their hands together. They're thinking this is the greatest thing ever. I'm sure they're behind closed doors. Just somebody opens the door to come in and like they come in closed door and they all just bust out <laughs> laughing. This is outstanding. The man with no mask has COVID. Isn't that isn't unbelievable though? You know they're and they you can't, know who's in that room. Right. We know who's there, you mean. Yeah. But the thing is, yeah. is you know. You just know they're happy about it. And that's sad, isn't it? Isn't it sad that they're happy about it? In the press this morning, oh, the press, oh, the president has COVID. This is really telling you that it is serious. No, it just tells you it's a virus spread like any other virus. And even the president said, it's going to be fine. I'll get treatment. I'll be fine. Yep. And, And so the press is combining this. With a lot of things. You know, Florida's governor has lifted all all restrictions. Said, yeah. let's go. Come on. Back to normal. And the press is going crazy and say, we can't have this. Here's the question I want. Every mask Nazi, every leftist panicky about the COVID-19 virus, I just want to ask one simple question. I would ask that all of us have this question available to us. What? Should the survival rate be for COVID-19 to remove the mask and get us back to normal? Survival rate should be at least 95, 96%. You know, the press, what if the press had to shut down? 
<laughs> hey, no, that would, no, that'd be impossible. Uh, hey, press man. That would be the you best thing, actually. you got to shut down. It's actually phenomenal. Because there's a pandemic that you've created no, in your think. mind's eye. Right. You know, you have to shut down. No more print, no more TV, no more jack. Then you it know, would not they would, go away then. They would go home and and drool. I mean, they'd go nuts. They'd absolutely well, go nuts. it would nuts. go away. The COVID-19 the would go away. gas on that fire. Sure they are. So, seriously, I mean, if, if when does this panic stop? At What is the survival rate that you have to have in your mind to where the masks go away and we get back to normal? Now, the current survival rate of COVID-19 is 99.94%. That is the survival rate for COVID-19. And you wonder... What happened this morning when the president and the first lady have COVID? This proves it's a crisis and it's a pan. No, it doesn't. What proves a pandemic is when you have a higher death rate than 7%, according to the World Health Organization, which is the gospel, according to health. A lot a lot of people are still going to probably catch this because a lot of people have it and they don't know. Exactly. And it's you a know, virus. The ones that they're finding now, oh, my gosh, it's spreading like wildfire. Wrong. It's already spread like wildfire. They're just testing them now and figuring out, holy crap, they've got it, he's got it, she's got it. It, it all comes but down it, to survival yeah. rate. Well, we're going to do this and that and this and that, and they'll be out of here in two weeks. It's about survival rate. It really we is. we got to start talking that way. It's a better survival rate than the flu. I love how people are upset about Florida reopening. As if the American people or the people of Florida aren't as concerned as the elite government officials are. You know, if it's that bad, then the serfs and peasants can take care of themselves. Where does this come from that without government shutting it down, the people are dumb? They're licking doorknobs. They're going everywhere. I mean, that's not going to happen. So that's what you were doing earlier. I saw you on that doorknob. Well, the government won't stop me. Unless the government exactly. stops me, I'm stupid, according you know, to the left. Florida let all of the swimming pools open up back in the spring. All of them. They said, this is a necessary business. It seems to be. It's hot down there. <laughs> Other states said, no, no pools. But Florida let them open up the pools and a whole lot of things early on. This is very simple. What survival rate do we need to get to? so that we can be back to normal and remove the mask. It should be a question for everyone. And I guarantee you the left, many mass Nazis are going to say, well, at least 90%, at least 95%. They don't know because they're told if you turn the TV on and listen to Trump and Melania Trump who have, have uh, COVID-19 now, that they're dead. People assume that, uh-oh, they're dead. That's not true. What is the survival rate to make the nature or the mass Nazis happy that's the question from now on with COVID-19 every time someone asks me why aren't you wearing a mask I'm going to say what should the survival rate be to get me to not wear a mask anymore and once everyone starts to realize that the survival rate is higher than 99 percent then we should recognize that it's a virus it's just like any other virus is it serious yes but we've got to stop with this lockdown stuff the people that are dying from this have other complications. Issues. And they can they have care. other issues. Right. Exactly. People with diabetes, people with heart trouble, people with serious ailments already. 
are the ones that are catching it and passing on. But the majority of people are not. Right. Simply not. I, I for one, I, I pray for Trump and his family that all will be well. Absolutely. Some have sent thoughts, which mean nothing. Some said they're thinking about them, which means nothing. But it's nice that you're thinking of them. I think that's a wonderful gesture. But you, in today's culture, it's phenomenal to think of them. Do you pray for Biden? I, I pray for our country and our leaders. If yeah. Biden is going to be one of our leaders, then by nature of that, he'll be prayed for. Yeah. So it's. Uh, I agree. But the debate, Richard, the debate. What a, a train wreck. What, what a, a mess. train wreck of mass proportions. That's the worst debate I've ever watched in my life. Because of Trump. Well, it wasn't just Trump. Yeah, it, it was, was pretty much Trump. It was not just Trump. It I was mean, Trump. <laughs> it was not just Trump. Trump was ridiculous. And it so wouldn't was have got, Biden. Well, mainly because Trump was ridiculous. I don't. I don't think tr- Biden even knew how to be ridiculous until it's Trump nice was. To see you take Biden, take uh, Trump's side. I mean Biden's side. I didn't take Biden's side. I just told you Trump is a was that's horrible in that debate. Here's the thing that frustrates me the most, and this is what I realized watching the debate. I was reminded on how much I hate watching Trump debate because he is the world's worst articulator of any conservative principle. In fact, I'll go further. He is never articulated a conservative principle never he is he can't tell you why he's a conservative in fact he's not a conservative he's a pragmatist which explains why he never articulates a conservative principle but as as me a conservative richard i'm watching this and i want him to articulate conservative principles when he doesn't i get mad i throw my hands in the air and say it's worthless and i was reminded on tuesday night how much i hate to watch trump debate Trump's done a phenomenal job as president. That's really the miracle has. of it. And we need him yes, in we the do. White House for four more years. Yes, we do. But he's rarely been presidential in anything he's done. And he wasn't Tuesday night. No, he wasn't. And Joe Biden wasn't either. Joe Biden, you don't speak to the president of the United States and call him a clown, tell him, shut up, man. You don't do that. All right, coming up, you and I will argue whether there should be a mute button. And the stupidest questions ever showed up in that debate. We'll share them with you in 60 seconds. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Think you know China? We pray for rain and thank him when it's falling because it brings a crane and a little bit of money. We put it back. So if you're like any American who watched the debate on Tuesday night, uh, you had the barf bucket and just threw up. Many people turned it off after 15 minutes and just said, I can't watch this travesty. And that's a shame, really, quite honestly. A lot of people laughed at it. They thought it was funny the way <laughs> they were laugh. going at each other. I was yeah. more concerned than laughter. And I, uh, I sat there with my mouth hanging open going, I don't believe this. I do not. It was Trump's fault, dude. Believe that. I totally was, Trump's I fault. I disagree. You think Biden was the one with the, Trump was bombastic. He was a jerk. He was interrupting. Not that I don't lie. I, I think I, he should not have been all of those things. Of course. But Biden kept poking him in the ribs with his little crap. You know, when I heard Biden say, good evening, Mr. President, I thought, wow, I'm impressed. We call him Mr. President like he should have. But then the next thing I know, he's calling him a clown. Well, here's, here's shut up, man. Here's what he said: a racist. He's oh, a racist. Yeah, yeah. See, he said he's a racist. Really? Yeah. Those are quite. That's a quite the charge. He's oh, a yeah, racist. Yeah. So they're arguing back and forth over each other. 
Richard told me that you're, what you said is you wanted mute buttons. Well, the Biden campaign, the Biden people went to the folks that take care of these debates and told them they want a mute button. They want the mute button. Then mm-hmm. Biden came around and said, our people didn't do that. And then the folks that run the the uh, debates said, <laughs> yes, debate. you did. They are the ones who asked for it, not Trump. And I think a mute button would be great if you can actually shut one of them down, you know. Could you imagine having a mute? That, that's the worst idea you've ever given, ever. It wasn't my idea. You're, but supposed, you're endorsing it. So essentially, I'm, you like I the idea. I kind of like the idea. I, I want to watch a it? debate, and I want to hear where they stand on policies and such. Not well, so do I. who can get loud enough of course, I'm to up. shut the other one down. There, there's sh- no debate. They should have sh- been up there brawling. They should have put on boxing <laughs> gloves and beat the crap out of each other. The mute button is not the answer because who controls the mute? Could you imagine the argument? The of moderator control- controls the mute. You wanted Chris Wallace to control the mute button. Next debate, I want the moderator. And you trust the moderator to just mute whoever they want. That's, in- that's no. not going to work. When they say, Mr. Biden, you have two minutes. Mr. Trump, let's keep it quiet. Mute him right then and there before you know what, he do. ever opens nope. his mouth. And let Biden have no. his two minutes. Say, Mr. Trump, would you like to respond to this and shut Biden down with a switch? Well, why don't we just do a virtual then? Who cares? I don't even need to be in the room. I think part of the debate is a little bit of banter. I don't have a problem with that. I think it's A little bit of banter? Banter. They were like prize fighters uh, in I'm there with their I'm not suggesting that's the way to do it. That was absurd, obviously. I think where does this come from with you, Richard? You wish you had a mute button for me. Well, I've always wanted that. <laughs> always. That's just. It's not going to work. It's actually mean. It's actually mean. All right. The worst thing about the debate wasn't just that. Chris Wallace, you, you can ask a question without an inherent liberal bias behind it. Right. But not Chris Wallace. Every single question had the inherent premise of liberalism behind it. And I wonder why they had Chris Wallace. He's supposed to be a moderate Fox News guy. He's a Fox News guy, but he's not a moderate. Here's the first question that really, for a lack of a better term, pissed me off. Are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups sure. and to... That right there would make me so mad. Because, again, here's the, the premise behind it. That he is somehow for white supremacists and the militia. That's crazy. And so and, and immediately then, it puts him on defensive. Chris Wallace knew that. He of course knew, he did. He, he knows where where Trump stands on all of that. Trump didn't answer it that night either, but... Right. You know, if anyone's been listening to anything going on with this presidential campaign, they would know where Trump stood on all of that crap. Well, they would. Here's the rest of the question. And to say that they need to stand down and not... Add to the violence in They're a not. of these cities, as we saw in Kenosha. That's not what happened. And as we've seen in Portland. That's not what happened. That is so ridiculous, I can't even stand it. And this is the problem. It's all a lie. And Trump has to defend against a lie. I would have called Chris Wallace out. I would have said, you're a disgusting human being. That is the worst question I've ever got. And he's called people worse, so he, went, he shouldn't have had a problem with calling Chris <laughs> Wallace that. But here's the other part of this that's very interesting. Wallace, four years ago? Asked the exact, almost verbatim same question. 
So what's Chris Wallace want? A different answer? Here's Trump's question. Here's Trump's answer four years ago. This is Trump's answer four years ago to the nearly exact same question. I totally disavow the Ku Klux Klan. I totally disavow David Duke. I've been doing it now for two weeks. This is you're probably about the 18th person that's asked me the question. It was very clear. That question was also talked about four years ago. in the form of groups. Groups. I want to know which groups are you talking about? You have to tell me which groups. That was four years ago. That was four years ago in front of Chris Wallace. So why would Chris Wallace do this again? You know why. The piss-off factor. Absolutely, because he's a liberal, hates Trump. So he has to do it, right? How could, how could you know, I've never seen any president be hated oh. by so many people who don't have a clue in my life. In my lifetime, right. I've never seen that. And Trump is a phenomenal president. He, he really is. Except for him being personality sucks. He's well, phenomenal. He's always been exactly. wide open. Always. By the way, this is an interesting little stat that came out either today or yesterday. The white supremacist who organized Charlottesville. Remember that guy? He's the neo-Nazi white supremacist organizer of the 2017 Charlottesville riots. He endorsed Biden yesterday. <laughs> Wait a second. That throws the whole thing out. And Biden's running for president because of what this guy did. Exactly. Exactly right, Richard. Exactly. That's, that's, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Spencer is a radical pro-abort. So he backs Biden and, and uh, Kamala Harris because, get this, abortion advances white nationalist goals. It's normally poor blacks that abort their kids. Wow. This guy is evil. This guy is is out there, and he he is evil. But wait a minute. He's endorsing Biden and Harris who want more of that? Isn't that interesting? Well, you know they do want more of that. Yes, they do. They do want more of that. And we've always wondered why. Why in the world would anyone want more of that? Hmm. Maybe this guy answers that question for us. I think he might have. That's a very good point. Here's the other stupid uh, of all questions in the debate. This race... Uh, indoctrination that Trump killed in the federal level. Here's here's what Chris Wallace said. Your administration uh, directed federal agencies to end racial sensitivity training. That's not what it was. That is why I erupted out of my seat. That is not what it is. It is a radical anti-American hate white agenda. That's exactly what it is. And Trump knew it. And he's right to disband it. And Wallace, you are a disgusting person. You, you really are. Because that's not what it is. All right. What is it exactly? We'll tell you in 60 seconds. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. So Chris Wallace tries to make Trump out to be a racist. And he fails. He fails because it's not true. And if you watch the RNC or even listen to Herschel Walker... You know that. Well, the reason I'm getting involved right now is I love America. And also, I'm this a Christian. I love the Lord Jesus Christ. And what I see going on, there's no doubt. I've told many people, I think there is equality that we have to uh, get uh, straight. But I think if people start calling the president of the United States a racist, a man that I've known for 37 years, uh, I'm going to get involved. I'm going to get involved and say he's not a racist. You know, last not. night I've heard that term. 
You know, I even I heard a term, but they asked him to denounce uh, what they call the Proud Boys. And, and I said, you now, that was a strange thing to ask because I've seen him denounce that many times. And I'm not sure why he had to denounce it again and again. But I can tell you right now, Donald Trump is not a racist. And I think that's what people need to know and judge him on the things that he's done, not what people tell you he's done. But this man has done a lot of things. Well, you can believe Chris Wallace or Herschel Walker. Which who's the racist? <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, Chris Chris it's Wallace. It's not Herschel Walker. It's not Herschel. He's a black man. I don't know that you know this or that it even matters to you. We're told it matters. Herschel Walker. I trust Herschel Walker on this. It's a shame we have to continue to go down this path of he's a racist. He's a racist. So, race training. Is that what's happening? Is that what Trump killed? Here's what's going on with that so-called race training that Trump uh, did away with. The trainers then ask white managers to create safe spaces where black employees can explain what it means to be black and to be seen in their pain. White staffers are instructed to keep silent and to sit in discomfort of their racism. If any conflict arises, the trainers insist that whites don't get to decide when someone's being too emotional, rash, or mean. That is what was being taught. You think that's okay, Chris Wallace? You seem to be defending that. You think that's okay, Joe Biden? You defended that. That's pathetic. They both should go through it first. I am, for one, extremely glad that we have a president that recognizes that anti-American bile that is being shoved in the faces under a protection of racial sensitivity when it's far from it. You got to be embarrassed, Chris Wallace. You're exposed for who you are. And Joe Biden, who thinks that's what it's about, about sensitivity, has nothing to do with that. It's bad for America, and thank God Trump stopped it. I pray every night that we keep Trump in the White House because if Biden gets elected it's coming back, <laughs> and something happens to Biden, uh, that's an America I, I don't think I'd want to live in. All right, coming with up. Is VP in, in control? U.S. soccer team walks off the pitch because of a racist or homophobic slur. Those snowflakes. That's next. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Well, it seems to me that uh, it's a mistake. Just after four thirty four. Outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the home of Jefferson, Madison, and George Washington, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes his far left is Richard Lee. All right, check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Three great videos there. One is this mail-in ballot. Is it a good idea? No. Mm, check out the video. It might, it might be surprised. Truth of COVID-19, all found at theleebrothers.com, and never apologize to the mob. 
theleebrothers.com, and you'll be surprised what you find there. The mob will destroy you. Don't apologize. You're talking about mafia, or are you talking about? I, you know what? Those the are the mob old. Mob. There's a people. new mob of people that uh, are in our cancel culture, and if you do it wrong, if you say the wrong thing, and you're not perfectly fit inside the little paradigm they built, then they will destroy you. You're talking about Antifa or Black Lives Matter? All the above. Democrats, liberals. This they is all right in the same category. They do. Anarchists. Liberals are interesting. It's not like really? this is my point of view and you can have yours. Liberals are like, this is my point of view and, that's and it's going it to be is. yours too. Yeah. Just wait. Conservatives, conservatives are like, this is my point of view. Maybe I can talk you into it. I, or I, I'd I'm, like to hear your point of view. Maybe you can talk me possibly. into it. Exactly. Instead of, you know, burning down my place of business or trying to destroy me on social media because I said the wrong thing. I might say the wrong thing in anger. That would make me a racist or a homophobe. You never know. So in today's culture, you can't say anything without the left coming down on you. Even in a soccer game. It turns out the Chicago or the San Diego Loyal, that's their team, San Diego Loyal walked off the field in its match against the Phoenix Rising on Wednesday. Why? Why would a soccer team in the middle of a game that would get them to the playoffs just walk off the field and forfeit the game? Could it be they just didn't want to play that day? Maybe they were maybe they're cynical and I mean seriously, what would cause Maybe they were tired. What would cause a team to do that, Richard? What would cause a professional team to just say, I can't play this game anymore. I must walk off the field. Stupidity. Um, Evilness. But but seriously, would there be something? I mean, you might say, well, if someone was shot or killed, if there was someone who was sick. But you certainly wouldn't walk off the field for name-calling, would you? Well, here's what Strahan said on ABC this morning. Returning now to the professional soccer team taking a stand, forfeiting a game with the playoffs on the line after a member of the opposing team allegedly used a homophobic slur against a gay player on the San Diego Loyal. The opposing team found a way to win the game (laughs) with one word. word. That must be one weak team that would take one word and forfeit the game to the other team. That is is exactly what happened. And, and you know, you, you would think the other teams like, well, we were just kidding, come back and play, because if they win all of this, they're going to feel like they were kind of cheated because they could have beat that team senseless had they stayed and played. Here's the thing. The team that left and forfeited because they made a righteous decision they were leading. They were leading. That was the game. no righteous decision. Oh, sure it is. That was stupidity. Some trash talk can actually be funny. It can be profane. It can be harsh. That's not what we're talking about here. Oh. We're talking about an allegation of something mm. that crossed a line Ooh. into hate and bigotry. And when the ref would do something about it, an entire team did. Ooh, I'm amazed at the courage of the entire team. I hope they are all retired now, spending time at home, and never get to play soccer again when the entire when the entire team demanded that punishment now it's interesting you can say the f word on the team you can cuss at other people you can call them names 
But then there becomes the council culture name. If I use one of these things, oh, that crossed the line. Now it's hate. But F you isn't hate? Isn't that interesting? And You know, they get round, wound up. They get, you know, upset. What, Whatever. I mean, to throw profanity out there because of it is an asinine and stupid thing to do. It's just dumb. But when they call you a name back, you're going to take the whole team, gather up team, we're out of here. <laughs> That's what happened. You know, there's a sale down the street at Penny's. That's where we're going. I mean, it's just stupid. The San Diego Loyal, coached by U.S. soccer legend Landon Donovan, decided to take a stand, refusing to continue playing after an opposing player allegedly used an anti-gay slur. Landon Donovan should get rid of all the players. You you believe this? I I'll think about. It. I I'm sure the owners of the soccer team who were hoping they would win the game, go to the playoffs. I'm sure they're pissed. Oh, I don't know, Richard. This is a whole new time in our culture. They took a stand. It's a don't different you see? world. It's a brave new world out there, and there's some dumb people in it. The coach applauds them. And we just decided that if if that player was not going to be removed from the game, either through a red card by the referee or from the other team subbing him off the field, that we had to act. And so I give our team a ton of credit for taking that stand. Well, Are you kidding me? Do a little play for everybody. Me? If it's time to act, get out in the middle of the field and do a little play. Oh, you threw a fit. Do the you, Wizard coach? of Oz in the middle of the field instead if. of acting like a bunch of losers leaving the field. If they're not going to give them a red card, we're leaving. If I don't get our way, we're going to throw a fit and forfeit. That guy called him a name. We can't allow name calling. Why don't they just call him a name back? Right. Well, it really matters inside the liberal mindset on what the name calling is. You can call him a Christian bigot. You get away with that. But if you call him the, the homophobic slur that starts with an F, Look, look, Scott and Richard, you got to shut down the country for that. In fact, the guy that said it really should be dragged out and beaten, shouldn't he? I mean, that's the, the most unbelievable thing. No, they should give him a trophy for winning the game because he essentially won the game. Meanwhile, Flemings, the Phoenix player accused of making the abusive comment, issued a denial, writing, at no point did I say a homophobic slur towards Colin Martin. I stand in solidarity with the LGBTQ plus movement. <laughs> He's trying hard. I kind the of LGBT. uh, believe he didn't do that. You do? Yeah, if he'd come out and say, look, I didn't do that, I believe him. I, I don't care whether you did or not. That's not even the point. The point is a soccer team is so wimpy. Why wouldn't someone say, so what? I mean, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. We can't say that anymore. Oh, my gosh, you used a homophobic sir. I might not be able to take it. Had they stayed and played the game, how many nasty names would have flown around that field like a soccer ball? How many? Hundreds. Back and forth. Back and forth. Right. Here's uh, Michael Strahan. We just watched the piece. We, we, we saw what went down there at the game. Can you take us back to that moment on the field? And what happened from your perspective? Here's the playback of the nasty word. Did you hear that? This is so serious. Can you take us back? Back to that moment on the field. That moment. And what happened from your perspective? And what was going through your mind? What was going through your mind when he called you that homophobic? Th- this is unfreaking believable 
This is now listen, this is the gay player, okay? He was called a homophobic slur. And Strahan is like, take us back. Take us back to the moment. Can you please? Here's his answer. I'm just at a point where uh, in my career I'm an out gay player and um, I can't stand for having a homophobic slur said to me during a game. So I, I just want to go um, home and I, hang out with I know, my boyfriend. I, just, I can't stand it. I want to go home, stand. watch a movie with my boyfriend, <laughs> and talk about this. I just can't deal with it. You know, maybe you ought to grow a spine and say, this really doesn't matter. That's his issue, not mine. But no. You're really not. You're in the middle of a professional soccer game, and you really can't take that. I can't stand for having a homophobic slur said to me during a game. So during a game, um, oh, you can do it after it was, the it game or before the game, but not during the game, right? Right, exactly. Um, it was it was pretty upsetting, and uh, honestly, it took me a little bit to totally soak in what was what was said to me. But um, soak it in, brother. Soak I'm it in. I'm honestly proud of myself for for, for bringing it to the ref and referee um, and not standing for it. Referee. He called me the F word. It's a homophobic referee. You must do something. I'm proud of myself for taking a stand because I can't let people call me a name, especially in a soccer game. Even though I'm an out gay player, the guy called me a name. What are you going to do about it? You believe this? Absolutely nothing. Let's play the game. Right. Oh, we're walking off the field, but you're slated to be the, the winner of yeah, this game you could win well we've already lost it we we're, lost it when that man lost his <laughs> mind i'm going home we're gonna take a stand we're yeah. taking a stand and somehow in our culture that matters oh no it's not the idiocy of you walking off the field because someone called you a name it's more, by the way in the back of all their jerseys it says black lives matter then they walked off for a homo man i'm telling you these people eventually can't even live life Somebody might get offended. They're giving the other teams ammo. Right. Watch this. I'll screw up their whole game. Hey. <laughs> you know. Right, right. Exactly. That's just insane. That black Lives Matter. What if they said something about Black Lives Matter? Or All Lives Matter. That's it. We're walking off. We're taking a stand. Listen, the country is burning, and we're worried about name-calling. This is what has gotten our country. This is the left. And by the way, this was an eight-and-a-half-minute segment on Good Morning America this morning. That's pathetic. That's ridiculous. All right, coming up. Uh, 33 days until the planet is destroyed if Trump's reelected again. I kid you not. That is next, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. You love your car, and so does Car Checks. <laughs> All right, can we just pile on for one more second on this this uh, this whole soccer team that walked off the field because of a homophobic slur? It's it's the way the culture is today, and Michael Strahan wrapped this up at the end. He, he really told us what's at stake here, and he said um, that he has seen this in football too when he was playing. And I never saw a football team walk off the field. Never heard of one walking off the field. I've never heard of an entire team quitting because of the name being called in a sports, which, by the way, can get heated. You get emotions. You want to win. Somebody says something outside the bounds of liberal think and, uh, and thought. And the whole team runs off the field crying like little girls. Oh, it's okay. We had to take a stand. And a yeah, <laughs> difficult decision indeed. And as you said, it's just not just soccer. I've heard it in football as well. And there's no place for that in society or in sports. 
in society or sports. And by golly, we're going to make sure that if you screw up and use the F word, a homophobic slur, not only will we walk off your field, we'll destroy you. There's no place for this. You know what? This has got to stop. This is going to cause nobody, nobody should put up with this kind of mob mentality pressure because of name calling. You know how many names we've been called? I mean, we don't, that's it. We're walking off the studio. We can't deal with this. We call each other names during the commercial breaks. Yeah, right. We become actually pretty, pretty thick skin with that whole thing. Yeah. But, you know, this is consistent with how the left views language. Oh, you should hear them view their language coming out of their mouth. Oh, right, right. As My if they're the, mar- mar- they're the monitors of what can yeah, be said. Yeah, you catch not. them with a mic on more often than not, you're going to hear some very, you might learn some new words. This is why I was saying, I mean, isn't it interesting that you can literally say the most vulgar, disgusting things, write it on a doorway at UVA, which we'll talk about in the coming up and hour. get away with it. And, and that's fine. That's perfectly fine. Don't you You can write all over the statue, Robert E. Lee statue, F this, F him, and that, and that is applauded. But if you wrote a homophobic slur, well, you, you, you just got to crucify it. I'm sorry. Have you seen the Robert E. Lee statue in the last week or two? I don't think I've seen it in the last week or two. I should have taken a picture and brought it in to show you. Oh, I'm sure it hasn't changed. Unbelievable. It's got every color in yeah, the right. rainbow yeah, so last all time I saw the it. way up and down that statue. And it's unbelievable. And people are still down there taking pictures Disgusting. of this statue with foul language written on it with their kids standing up there. Is there any homophobic slurs on there? Uh, uh, there are. Are there really? Yes. Oh, wow, I can't, I'm sure that would. You sure about that? That would have been wiped off immediately. F word's fine. You can say F you all you want, but you can't say a homo. I'm guaranteed there's no homophobic slur. I know. We're going to go by there on our way back. Just so you can see it. Got to do it and see what's there and take some pictures, I guess, because there was probably 30 people out there taking pictures. It's like a tourist. <laughs> it's un- it's, it's like a, it's disgusting, a, a tourist honestly. place to go. It's just disgusting. The, um, you know, you can't use the word homophobic slur of any kind, but you, and now you can't use the word riots. The Associated Press... What's the new word for riot? Tweeted out an abomishment to stop using the word riot to describe political protests. And instead... That's not a political protest going on. That's right. right. Instead, use the milder unrest to avoid stigmatizing protesters. These are anarchists. They're uh, Antifa. They're Black Lives Matter people. They're dirtbags. They all fall into one category. A slimy dirtbag going around, tearing up people's properties. There are people who have had their businesses burnt to the ground. Insurance going to cover it for them, but they won't let them start rebuilding until this crap of these dirtbags is over with. It's unrest. You can't use the word riot. You have to use the word unrest. This is an Associated Press style book for all news media. There's new speak. You have to speak this way. You can't use riots. It's offensive. We'll use unrest. Wow. This is anybody like anybody out there photographing the statue tonight. I think I'll ask them, hey, where are the riots tonight? I'd like to go watch. Or be a part of it. I want to be a part yeah. of that. I want to join Antifa. I, I heard somebody on the left say and Trump's an idiot because Antifa is not an organization. 
It's a mindset. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's a mindset. It's always an organization. It's exactly what they're doing. They have they have microphones, earpieces, and vans that drop off things you can destroy the police with. That's not a and it's a mindset. That's yeah, a mindset. Give me a break. So the Associated Press style book goes on to say, focusing on rioting and property destruction rather than the underlying grievances have been used in the past to stigmatize a wide swath of people protesting. Oh, I'm so sorry. You can't use rioters or focusing on rioting. Focus on the underlying grievance. (laughs) Wow. How many people have died because of this? Crazy rioting and stuff. And Trump can't do anything about it. People say, why isn't he doing something about it? He's got to be requested. He they has to be asked by the governor or the mayor of the city. He can't just roll in there and kick teeth out. But maybe he's going to have his fill one day and, by executive order, lock up some dirt bags. Underlying grievance. I'd work for free for the man to you go would, down there and lock would. those you dirt would. bags up. For free. Only if I get to shoot some of them. The Guardian is a horrible magazine. The Guardian Online came out, I think it was yesterday. It said, we have 33 days to save the planet Earth. <laughs> because remember, the U.S. withdrew from the climate accord on November 4th. We took back our trillions of dollars that we were paying for all these other countries. You know, China never paid a penny into this, ever. Because they didn't need to. Because it's a We con. were offering up trillions of dollars. So Michael Mann this week. Remember Michael Mann? He used to work at UVA. Now he's at Penn State. He's the, he's the hockey stick guy. He tweeted out, a second Trump term is game over for the climate. Really? He said, another four years of what we've seen under Trump, which is to outsource environmental and energy policy to the polluters and dismantle protections would make that essentially impossible to recover. See, one of their biggest complaints is for gasoline, for your cars. But the thing is, do you want to pay five, six, seven, eight dollars a gallon? You okay with that? You cool with that? I wonder if Trump knows that his election would be the end of the planet. You think he knows that? You think he isn't yeah, going to be around for evil? Thir- he's got all this machine down in the basement with these arms. He's with back and forth. He's he knows that he can control the planet and the weather. Does he have his own planet to go to? If you he know, destroys this one, is there another one he's going to? He's <laughs> so ridiculous. One he came from. So freaking ridiculous. You know, the left buys idiots, into this. It's insane. These idiots really, there's a group, and it's fairly large, and it's full of morons. <laughs> they really think Trump has a weather machine. They I don't know that they think a, that. Yes, they, they do. They, they have it. It's Research much more simple it. than yes, that. Yes, they do. I'm a member. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. But I'm the guy who says, prove it to me. 33 days to save planet Earth. Four more years of Trump, it's over. No, no, it's over. You can never recover if we give Trump four more years. It'll be so prosperous. Hilarious. I don't want to recover. It's going to be so prosperous, prosperous. I don't want to recover. Get tired of winning is what he said. The Lee I want to win, 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 win. I, you know, I want... To have a good life for the rest of my days, and I know I can with Trump, and I know I won't with days. Mr. Joe Biden. All right, Mark, 60 seconds, theleebrothers.com. Theleebrothers.com. Loud thunder, heavy rain, thin line between joy and pain. 
it's a long, strange trip. It's all insane. So the Republicans in the General Assembly here in uh, Richmond, Virginia, said, you know what? Let's propose a bill that says if the localities do not provide police protection during protests to minimize damages to personal property and businesses, they will be held accountable. Well, you know, it's doubtful that some of them are going to because they don't want to get hurt. They don't want to walk into a group of Black Lives Matter people or Antifa because that Black Lives Matter and Antifa, they don't care who you are or what color you are. If you don't sit right with them, if you're a black police yeah, officer and you walk into the crowd, they're going to they're going to hurt you're you. You're going to have a problem. Well, you the localities, regardless of that, though, or worse, regardless of that, localities and local governments have a responsibility to uphold the law and protect property and people. If they refuse to yep. do that, like they have, we've seen them refuse. They should be held accountable. Republicans in the General Assembly thought that was a great idea. They proposed the bill. Guess where it went with the Democrat-controlled General Assembly? Up in smoke. Up in smoke. No way would Democrats do that. You can't ask government to protect people. That's why people (laughs) should all be issued a firearm. Protect yourself. Here's a firearm. Here's four magazines. Each hold 10 bullets. You've got 50 bullets total because there's one in the gun. And that... If, if you fire off all those bullets, there better be 50 dirt bags piled up in your front yard. Or they'll bring the bulldozer down, pick them up, put them in a dump truck, and off to uh, where they belong. Or you could have real law and order and just make the government do what it's supposed to do. Yeah, arrest them, put them in jail, minimum 10 years. If the Democrats who run these cities don't do their, their duty, what should we do? As citizens just go, oh, darn. No. No. I mean, th- this you bill makes sense. You vote those dirt bags out of office and put somebody in there who will take care of the city. Thank you, Delegate Mark Cole, Republican from Fredericksburg, who proposed this bill. Thank you for, for thinking of the law-abiding citizens instead of the liberal Democrat mayors who are running these, these hell holes. You need to get them out of there because every city in the country that's on fire, they're run by dirt bag liberal Democrats, the Joe Biden type. Just saying. Just saying. All right, coming up. This is unbelievable. F-U-V-A from a student who goes to school there in Loudoun County apologizes for being racist. I didn't know Loudoun County schools were racist. They did. That's next. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Oh, Loudoun County Schools. They apologize for being racist. Were they racist? I don't know. We'll, We'll have fun with that one, I promise you. Whoever did that should be fired. Mark Warner and Tim Kaine on the Supreme Court pick. Uh, they, in their own words, will uh, be shocked. Oh, maybe not. And uh, F-U-V-A sign on a dorm door? Are you? Wh- why would you go to UVA and put that on your door? That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the Capitol. 
of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this incredible fall day. I wish the the weather today would stay like this. Forever? Forever. you got to have... It is absolutely awesome. The reason this weather is so nice and you can enjoy it is because you have seasons. If it was like this all the time, you wouldn't appreciate it. It's like when I bring you a pizza once a year. I would. I don't take things for granted like that. No, no, yes, you do. Pizza once a year. Now, if I brought you a pizza every day, you go, that's, you'd like it for the first week. And then you'd be like, okay, I'm I'm, I'd say thank you very much. I can no longer eat pizza. No, my point is because of the tomato. Trying to make a point that you wouldn't appreciate this weather if you had it all the time. I I would. No, you wouldn't. I'd get up every morning. Actually, you know what? I take that back. You probably would. I would. You're you're very appreciative of many. I, on the other hand, would get sick of it and want something different so I can. That's because you suck. That's because I. Thank you. Just a friend, brother. <laughs> All right, so um, UVA is the home of Jefferson's institution. Thomas Jefferson had an idea that an educated people is a better people, and he started the University of Virginia. In fact, on his uh, gravestone, he didn't even have President of the United States. Didn't even have that. He had founder of the University of Virginia. And it is an honor to not only go there and say you're part of UVA, but it's even a bigger honor if you can stay at the so-called lawn. See, the lawn is a place of honor. It's The universities historically have been a place of honor. And if you are able to stay at the lawn, you're kind of an elite student. It's usually usually reserved for the brightest among them, those who are perfect in uh, educational talents. Except nowadays, it's even more than that. I mean, unless you're a minority of some special area, then you get to stay at the lawn. And that's what has happened here. A minority student on the lawn, on her dorm door, has F-U-U-V-A, and then underneath that, it says UVA operating costs, KKK cops, genocide, slavery, disability, black, brown life. F-U-V-A. She should be expelled, sent away forever. I. Uh, oh, my, that was a racist statement, wasn't it? I can't imagine why this student would want to go to UVA and do something like this. Why would you go to one of these elite institutions in the country who people are lined up to get in. I mean, when you were accepted to UVA, did you celebrate? Did you tell your parents, look, I'm into UVA, isn't this great? Or did you go, F UVA, I'm going there anyway? She used to take pictures of her artwork and go around to other colleges and show them how talented she is and see if they'll take her in. It's the most disgusting of human beings to do something like this. You're not kidding. I mean, you can go to any school you want. And go to University of Virginia to write something like this on your door, and the school does nothing. UVA, what a great opportunity for someone to go to UVA and then do this. Well, it's, I don't know what's worse, the fact that a student would go to UVA then do this, or a president of the university who would do nothing about it. You don't, you don't think the university has a right to clean up the filth? On its campus, Jim Ryan is the president of UVA, sent out a note last week addressing 
Here's the title, Addressing Free Speech and the University. He said this, I understand and appreciate the concerns expressed given the lawn's role in the life of the university in a place it occupies in the hearts of many in our community and among our alumni. The profanity on the sign is offensive and in many ways disheartening. That said, as our legal counsels confirm, there's no doubt the speech on the sign is protected by the First Amendment. Wow. Wow is right. Those founding fathers who wrote in the First Amendment were thinking, this will allow you to put F.U. on a door in your dorm. This allows vulgarity. You think the founding fathers who wrote the First Amendment were thinking, this is an opportunity to show filth and disgusting of humans? No. The First Amendment was written specifically for political speech, but now we've co-opted that to allow some disgusting sea hag girl who goes to UVA to be even more disgusting for all of us to see. That is the most ridiculous excuse I have ever heard. Me too. As she doesn't belong there. She doesn't deserve to be there. Another person that's another smart person to get into UVA could use that dorm, learn something productive, and come out of that college as a great American instead of a dirtbag wench who writes nasty graffiti on her dorm room, insulting the university, and all that's an, a slap in the face to all the students that go there. So there is a, there is a student code of conduct. There is That should cover it. That, it does. It does cover it, except this president goes, it's free speech. No, you're looking no, for you're an out. you're a chicken. Exactly right. You're that's a exactly big, what it is. fat chicken. Somebody should fry you up and serve you to the students because you're, you're a joke. He should walk up to her and say this is entirely inappropriate and you violated the code of conduct set forth in the students' rights and responsibilities. You either remove it or we remove you from campus. And then once she removes it, say, you know what? You took too long. You're out of here. What about this idea of defacing property? You don't own that door to UVA. You don't, you don't own that. It's public property. It's a public building. You can't just deface it and go on and say free speech. I, I does, would make her get every bit of it off. Does the school have a responsibility and a duty to protect its image? Can the university not say this is destructive to our university? You're telling me that you're so compelled by the First Amendment, which, by the way, only restricts the federal government from stopping this student, not you, President Jim Ryan. The, the, the Constitution of the United States restricts the federal government it doesn't restrict a private company. It doesn't restrict a university. It doesn't restrict you, President Jim Ryan. You have the opportunity to defend your campus. You should. According to the university's regulations, law and residents, this is where this is, this is a law and resident door, should respect their living spaces as a place of historic value and the public face of the university. According to the university's regulations, why can't he stop her? She is a disgusting human being who should be stopped. The, the Constitution of the United States does not protect disgusting human beings. You know, she probably just wants 
to get kicked out so she can come back and sue, sue the university sue. Exactly. and hopefully get enough money where she'll never have to get off her lazy, nasty, gnarly butt again. <laughs> university of Virginia students' rights and responsibilities have certain standards. Inside that handbook, it says students are to exchange ideas in an orderly manner, respectfully, courteously, with respect to others. They have an obligation to conduct themselves in a manner that is civil, compatible with university's function as an educational institution. They should, any student at UVA, I bet every other student at UVA is very proud to be there. I doubt there's anyone else that has this insane scumbag mindset as this as this woman. And also KKK cops. That's a that's a statement of a inflammatory defamation, isn't it? Is it true? Does she have facts? Let's discuss that and more in 60 seconds. The LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. One of the finest institutions in the country, the University of Virginia, Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson's institution. Incredible place to learn. Except now you begin to wonder, what has happened? You can write F-U-C-A or U-V-A on a college dorm that you go there. You attend the school and you hate it so much that you would defame it. The The sign should be taken down immediately even just for defamation by saying KKK cops without any proof. The student is disrespectful to the university, not worth a degree. Should the university just say good and great and tolerate this kind of behavior from its students? Apparently they do. The president doesn't have any issues with it. How, if the leader of the institution has zero respect for the institution, why would you expect the kids to? If you're not going to defend it, if you're not going to defend the the value, the respect, the self-respect of UVA, why should they? I mean, Obvi- obviously they don't. The president is a is a dis- is disrespecting. He the should be setting an example of for course. all the students, and he obviously it's an embarrassment. The example he's setting is pathetic. It is pathetic. UVA has truly began to lose their way. Thomas Jefferson's rolling over in his grave, disgusted. He come back and say, "What are you doing?" I hope oh, he oh, I'm sorry. The president of the college. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if Jefferson could be educated on what the Constitution protected. I wonder if Jim Ryan, the president of UVA, will go to Jefferson and go, "Don't you understand? The First Amendment lets this lady do this filth on the door." He'd go, "What? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. That's not the only problem at UVA. I mean, it's bad enough that you allow some student to trash your own institution with." F-U-V-A. By the way, where are the students? I mean, in my day, in Richard's day, if, if someone, if you're at UVA and, or any other university, you went there on purpose, and some student's doing this, that's, that, you can take them out in the back and deal with them. That's how we used to deal with problems. Exactly right. You're I mean, going to stand I, up for your exactly university, right. and you're going to let them problem? know you don't exactly. like exactly. this BS that they're doing. You don't like it at all. And it's what about words. parents coming to visit or people coming to visit? walking through, whatever, and they see this garbage. And, you know, if they go up to the office and say, man, you should see what's on one of those doors. Oh, Sorry. We're aware of it. Yeah, we're totally we're aware, aware of it. it. We, it, we provided the paint. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, 
That's pathetic. In fact, we have new student conduct rules that allows vulgarity. We're going to have a contest at who can insult the university more right. by painting on their door. I, oh, I would I would send a team in there to pack her up. She'd be off in class. When she came back, there'd be a pile of boxes out in the hall and say, call whoever you need to get down here. You're I, wonder parents, I wonder what her parents think. I'm so proud of her. Hey, honey, look at this picture of, uh, of our daughter. Look what she did to the door in her dorm room. Oh, you know, that's such as one. I'm so proud of her. Let's use it as our Christmas card this year. Yes. And when we say F you use the A, it's not the letter F in UVA. She spells it out. Oh, no, no. I think I think people, they probably do understand that. I, you know what's I, interesting? I hope so, because. What's interesting is the university president can't censor this woman, but Twitter has no problem censoring everything that conservatives put out there. Or Facebook. They don't, no one gets to claim the First Amendment there. Why not? Well, because it's a, it's not on the right side of politics. Because Lee Facebook leans to the left so far. So Twitter gets to, gets to block everything, hide it. Think, but but this woman gets to put F U on the UVA dorm room door, and the president of the university says, "I'm sorry, First Amendment doesn't let me block it." Really? Like you said, the student code of conduct should eliminate this. Should entirely. eliminate this and that student. And if if a big if there was a big student uprising, wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> you could throw them all out. Throw them all out. Get rid of the whole crowd. Bring buses in if you have to. You know, you and I should volunteer for the. UVA I volunteer at New York Minute for the president. Of we UVA. should go up there tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I think the president of University of Virginia probably makes eight hundred thousand dollars a year. I'll split that with you, Richard. That's cool. Uh, you'll make four hundred. I'll make four hundred. I don't you know, know if I can survive. This? What about? I don't this? know if I can survive on four hundred though. We each get three hundred thousand, so the university ser- ser- saves Six. almost a quarter Six. of a million dollars. And good point. When we get paid, it'll be a taught ship. Nobody will do this crap on the door, and that woman student whatever be long gone within 24 to 48 hours well uva is a train wreck not just for this but they have a racial equity task force at uva now racial equity Equity task Task force Force. sounds great i'm encouraged by that because that's not that can only be good right oh it's the title's amazing racial equity task force who could be against that you lee brothers you're so racist. What did they do? Here's what they did. You want to know what they did? Yeah. The University of Virginia will now move to take down a statue of a Revolutionary War general and contextualize the Thomas Jefferson statue in the middle of UVA. A revolution, revolutionary war hero. Yeah, George Roger Clark. For you college students out there that think you know your history, that's not the Civil War. <laughs> Wait, is this was the not? Revolutionary oh, oh, War okay. before the Civil War. Mm. Yeah, he was this instrumental. This is when we fought England. Yeah, he was instrumental in defeating the British in the Northwest Territory. And I know what you're thinking. That's we just... fought England? Yeah, that's yes. what, what happened we there. We fought England. I thought they were our friends. So this racial equity task force has swooped in, and they are um, they're reported for a couple proposals. I just told you two of them. Renaming monuments, reparations, anti-racism education, and a review of the local police departments. That would cost about a billion dollars over several years. So this uh, 
racial equity task force is it's a good thing. Pocket change. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's pocket change, it's man. Good. Yeah, and you know what? The Board of Supervisors also voted to contextualize the statue of Thomas Je- at the Rotunda. You know, that's really interesting. Um, what are you going to say about Jefferson? Contextualize it. You know what? If you don't like UVA and you think Jefferson is a threat that needs to be contextualized, don't go there. Exactly. Why, right. why can't don't the Board there. of Supervisors say, stick it in your ear? We have plenty of people who want to come to UVA. And if you don't like it, don't come here. And we have some really good quality students that are very smart. They've worked very hard to be that student that would love to be at UVA, but they can't get in there because bizarre government programs are putting dirt bags in the university like the door painters and such. It's think about it. What is I mean, what is going on? I mean, seriously, what what it's a brave new world, brother. It's what has happened? Why wouldn't a university say Thomas Jefferson is our founder? If you have a problem with Thomas Jefferson, leave. Don't send your application. Right. In fact, shouldn't there something should, be on that the application? There should be a letter on exactly. top of the exactly. whole packet. Exactly. We what, sent this to you, but if yeah, if what you, do you have think a problem of Thomas, with Thomas Jefferson? Jefferson, if you think that he was some dirt bag, if you whatever you think of Thomas Jefferson, if you don't love UVA, then you don't want to come to UVA. You imagine that we are in this place in our country that you and I are talking about Thomas Jefferson as if he was some bad guy? I mean, it is the most unbelievable. The words of Jefferson, his writings, his inventions are things that we all use and have gained right. from. The idea that we have the freedom and liberty we have today is because of the minds of people like Thomas Jefferson. You know what? I, I, I hope they put in that little wench's file so when she applies for a job somewhere, and they call the university to check her out, they say, look, this is what she wrote on her dorm door. She's not going to get a job. And this is why she did this, and this is what she did this. She's not getting a job. So uh, She's going to be a social activist and uh, get paid by the DNC. Maybe she'll go work for the Biden-Harris campaign Well, that's... and say F UVA and F Thomas Jefferson and everything about our founding. She fits perfectly within the Democratic Party that hates our country and its founding. She's perfect. She is perfect. I hope the Biden-Harris campaign will soon be over. I agree. All right, coming up, uh, Fairfax Public Schools. You won't believe who they paid to come speak to them. $20,000 an hour to hear a racist. That next, LeeBrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. You love your car. Fairfax Public Schools. Spent $20,000 for a speech that lasted 45 minutes and had 15 minutes of Q&A. For Abraham X. Kendi, spoke a one-hour talk about critical race theory. He's a leading proponent of anti-racism, which is really all about racism. $20,000. Now, we would have done it for $7,500 a piece. A piece. And and we would have made a productive time for all the students out of it we might have even taught them some history which they're not getting fairfax public schools had him come speak to thomas jefferson high school which by the way 79 percent of the students are black so i don't know what he's talking about race theory but that's why they paid him 24 dollars for 45 minutes 
you know, I've, I do public speaking, and I've been paid to public speak. And uh, to think that this guy would get $20,000 an hour for shoveling crap <laughs> is uh, disgusting to me. Um, it, it's just it's unbelievable if you are on the right side of the woke, cancel culture, political correctness. Man, you can make a fortune. When now did, you know when, why race baiting exists. When did all this woke stuff come That's disgusting. In? I mean— that's a new word for liberal pukes. Oh, <laughs> let, let's start using this word. Woke. Woke. Mm. Mm. Woke. He is woke. So, word up. He's woke. Loudoun County. <laughs> so stupid. Loudoun County Public Schools has issued an apology for being racist in school segregation. The NAACP heard the apology, which was an indication of guilt. So they swooped into the Loudoun County Public Schools and said, you admitted your guilt. You're now it's ra- time for us to sue you. No, no. They said, now we have a list of demands to make you less guilty. Wait till you hear the list of demands. That's unbelievable. And Charlottesville Public School has said, you know what? We need to start teaching more about gender identity. So they've hired the LGBT community to come into Charlottesville School and say, What's really the curriculum for training teachers about kindergartens and third year third graders about gender identity? I kid you not. All that is next. Check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Just after 5.34, outside the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia, we are the Lee Brothers. Thanks for joining us. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his <laughs> far left. Is Richard Lee. Hey, uh, at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com, three great videos, mail-in ballot, good? Mail-in ballot, ballot sucks. Check it out, leebrothers.com, the video there, and truth on COVID-19. What an opportunity to cheat. The truth on COVID-19 video is good. LeeBrothers.com, click on that, tells you what the real stats are and why COVID-19 is not a pandemic. It's not. And, uh, and why the question should be asked always, what rate of survival is acceptable before we can get out of the mask and open up our country? All that is the LeeBrothers.com. And never apologize to the mob. Three great videos there and a link to us, how to click on us, find out where we are, and um, – and then uh, uh, stay tuned to what's happening with the LeeBrothers.com. L- Loudoun County School Board. They're such a great group of people. I mean, they, they care, and they want to say that they are racist, or at least they were racist. And so in 2020, the school board came together and said, you know what, I don't think we've ever apologized. You know, the school board should speak for themselves certain members that is the most asinine thing that's as bad as obama going around the globe apologizing to other countries no that's true and he did so incredibly good point no doubt about that so here's here's a here's a clip not only did loudon county school board write a letter of apology Ooh, they did a writing. video here's the video recently 
Loudoun County Public Schools has pursued intentional actions to address systemic racism in our schools. And until then, there was no one addressing it. Until recently, uh, what is that crap? Are you telling me the Loudoun County Public Schools were racist until recently we decided to fix it? Garbage. Continue, please. Recently, Loudoun County Public Schools has pursued intentional actions to address systemic racism in our schools. Systemic. From the superintendent's equity statement to the culturally responsive framework, efforts have been underway to create an inclusive, safe, caring, and challenging learning environment for all students. Until then... That's a load of crap. It wasn't inclusive. It wasn't safe. It was it was disgusting environment. Thank God the Loudoun County School Board said, that's it. We've been unsafe. We've been inclusive. It's time we fix it. Turn off the racism. No more of that. And we apologize. It's disgusting, isn't it? For what? Safe, caring, and challenging learning environment for all students. As a part of this work to create a stronger and more impactful equity imprint for LCPS, the Loudoun County School Board and Superintendent, joined by the Board of Supervisors, issued an open letter to the community apologizing for inequities during the era of segregation. Opposite. How can you apologize the for something you weren't, segregation. you weren't even there? How do you apologize for something you had nothing to do with? Back in the 50s, yes. 60s? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's insane. You had nothing to do with it, yet you're apologizing. What is that? I wonder how long it took them to find the background music for their little... It's it's actually nice. Oh, I recorded an apology. You (laughs) should hear it's got great background music. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's insane. Now, what do you do with people who apologize to you for something they never did? Have you ever had anyone walk up to you and go, look, I'm so sorry? And you're like, why are you apologizing? I just say, give me money, and we'll be fine. We'll be fine, yeah. You can write a check. Write a check. Richard Lee. No, seriously. can be cash in I mean, a briefcase. What do you normally think of somebody who would apologize for something they did not do? You're like, what are you doing? I mean, first of all, that's almost insulting for or you to apologize. Or that's something you do with your wife to shut her up. <laughs> not something you think do. Think about it. That's not you something know, you do in real world. I mean, Not in real world. I'm just kidding, but maybe. Unbelievable, right? But that's what the Loudoun that County Public p- Schools did. It's ridiculous. ...issued an open letter to the community apologizing for inequities during the era of segregation, opposition by the school board and superintendent to integration efforts during the era of massive resistance, and the inequities that have persisted since. That guy was probably not even born back then. Of course not. And the inequities that have have, persisted persisted ever since, the inequities, spell it out. You know, say what you mean. Don't (laughs) <laughs> throw crap like that out. People sitting around going, I wonder what he means. This oh, is what he to. means. I can tell you what he means. So there's your apology. And I'm, I'm sure somebody felt good. I, I don't know if I was going to uh, send in my kids to the Loudoun County Public School and I heard that, I'd go, well, thank goodness. This whole time, my kids were being racist and now they're not going to be. Well, I've been living here for 20-some years. Nobody ever apologized till now. I don't know how to act. The NAACP the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. It's a horrible name. It's ridiculous. It it is. People, you know, for lack of a better term, people of color hate being referred to as colored people. They should be. The bottom line is we're all colored people. 
Some of us are tan. Some of us are white. Some of, the, of, of us are black. We're all different colors. So the NAACP, which I always want to say the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, just so you know what this group's agenda is, it's not about peace and unity and all of us get along. No, it's got an agenda. Their agenda is obvious. It's a National Association for the Advancement of Colored Liberal People. But you have to remember that because it could stand for, I don't know, the National Association for Advancement of Carrot-Eating People or something like that. Yeah. The C could mean anything. Carrot. Yeah. Carrot. But in this case, it know, means colored. Candy-eating people. It's disgusting. Chocolate-eating people. So they have their list of demands. They heard Loudoun County Public School say they're sorry. So now the, so the NAACP of Loudoun County branch says, not so fast. We have our list of demands. One is we want to be part of the developing the process that uses your criteria to implement your new procedures. So the NAACP of Loudoun Branch is, a, is asking to be a stakeholder in developing the process. So they're demanding you get them involved. I would say, you know what, I'm going to tell you where you can put your list of demands. And I don't ever want to see them or hear about them again. They also are demanding name changes of certain schools. They're demanding funding for their scholarship fund. They're demanding funding for their education discrimination fund. They're demanding funding for victims' compensation fund, the NAACP compensation fund, the NAACP discrimination fund, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People scholarship fund. They're demanding a development of new avenues for coaching for teachers and staff and racial literacy training. The NAACP of Loudoun County heard your apology, didn't say thank you. They heard you say you're guilty. Now, here's how you're going to help us. Congratulations. You you should give money to the NAACP college fund because a mind is a terrible thing. (laughs) VCU has an idea, too. It's not just Loudoun County Public Schools. VCU is considering making a course on racism part of its required curriculum. Required. Required. A course on racism. Because you don't know anything about it. You've never heard of this racism thing, although it's every single thing we talk about. They probably already had it in high school. But when they get to VCU, we're going to learn about racism. we got a class we're going to make required. Now, this shouldn't surprise you. If you know anything about VCU, they're way ahead of the game. The president, Michael Rao. It's by design. About four or five years ago, said this at a graduation ceremony for the, uh, I don't even know if we can play it. We don't have it available. Michael Rao. Dang it. The sun guy from Egypt. Best clip ever. Anyway, so we don't have it. This is the most diverse. That's what he said. College. And it's by design. He did it on purpose. it's by design. So now we're going to teach you about racism because we know all about racism. We know all about it at VCU. That's not the only. Yeah, what about all the people that qualified and then couldn't go to VCU because essentially, according to Michael Rout, they were the wrong color. color. Remember, he did it on purpose. Then this, Charlottesville City Schools has teamed up with the LGBT community, which is always good for your kids because in third grade social studies, let's learn about gender identity. The new lessons will touch on different aspects of identity, including race, religion, and gender. 
as part of the discussion on gender, there'll be a brief mention that some people are non-binary. Sorry. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's unbelievable, right? Charlottesville School Division to make sure all identities are reflected in lessons and activities. This is absurd. All identities. How about this? The identities are male or female. Period. And that's kind of it. The, they'll be training teachers in Charlottesville by a group called Side by Side, which is led by an LGBT organization, training teachers. The division is hosting a series of training sessions during lunchtime that will begin next Friday and open to the staff. We should go. One session will focus on conversations about sexual orientation and gender identity. We should go. For third really? graders. I'm serious. We should go. Yank your kids out of the public school as quick as you can. Homeschool them, put them in a private school, but get them out of this insane garbage. Coming up, Tim Kaine, Mark Warner, double down on the Timmy. Supreme Court Timmy. pick. It's total, total garbage. Wait till you Timmy, hear it. Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. That in 60 seconds. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. The Lee Brothers, just outside the Capitol. Thanks for joining us and checking us out at theleebrothers.com. Theleebrothers.com. The left is funny. And when I mean by left, I mean Mark Warner and Tim Kaine. They're funny human beings. They're a little weird. Yeah, they're funny. Ha ha. They're also funny. Yeah, they are weird. And don't eat a Mark Warner tuna melt sandwich. It looks disgusting. You know, Tim Kaine's a goofy dude. He's got his left eyebrow stupid thing going on. He's a weird guy. How come all the weird people are in politics? It's like Hollywood for the ugly and the weird. And it's just it's just unbelievable, right? <laughs> so Mark Warner uh, was on NBC 12 this week and posted all over their website. So excited to hear from him. On how he supports the Supreme Court pick, here is Mark Warner. Judge Barrett has got a distinguished legal career. Um, I disagree with her on many things, but I don't question her qualifications. What I find so offensive is that when Leader McConnell changed the rules four years ago. Did not change the rules. He did not. He did not did change not. the rules. That's There's no rules change. There's but, no rules change. And besides, he couldn't just change the rules. He just changed them. Well, what are you going to do? I'm going to change some the, rules. The rule, the constitutional rule. rules. Around Wait here a minute. Because you can't change the Constitution like that. No. Change the rules. No, he didn't change the rules. What he said was that he didn't want to pick a Supreme Court this close to the election because it was a Democratic pick. That's so obvious, Mark Warner. I can't believe you can't get this. Anyway. He said the, the Senate should not be voting on a Supreme Court nominee during an election year. Why? And now is completely reversed course. <laughs> of course he when did. Virginians are already voted. I've already voted. So? In early voting. Hang on and a I second. Hang the- on a second. Hang on. I know you voted for the next election, but people voted for this election. So people already voted for Trump and Mitch McConnell to do their job, Mark Warner. And why are you even acting like this is a problem when we know what you would do in this situation? In fact, when you had the situation with Obama and you were a senator, you wanted to vote on the Supreme Court justice. That's what you wanted to do, and Mitch didn't. So why are you changing your mind? Why? Because it's about politics, and it's okay. it's not a, a liberal puke judge. It is a person who is a constitutionalist, and she's exactly what you need on the Supreme Court. She's perfect, perfect for that. 
And she's already been vetted. Completely. He, he continues. Vast majority of Virginians, regardless of who you support, believe that the next president, whether that next president is Donald Trump or Joe Biden, ought to be making the selection. You know what? It doesn't matter. No, it's not. That he should not be making the selection necessarily. It, He's it, got a perfect person sitting there, you know? Why shouldn't he do it? He, he absolutely should. He's got the right to do it. The Constitution allows him to do it. He should do it because it's his job. He's got a Republican Senate that'll back him. You need a house painter, and you look at all of them. They're all sloppy. Then you find the perfect house painter. Never dropped a drop of paint in their life. They can snap their finger and paint your whole house. Why would you not use the professional perfect person? For that job, he has got an analogy. opportunity. I know it is. It <laughs> I don't care. That was the worst. It's a good try, though. Actually, it sucked out loud. But anyway, <laughs> she is perfect for this job. She perfect. is perfect. She is perfect, no doubt about it. But Mark Warner's saying that the polls are in his side. They don't think we ought to pick it now. They ought to wait till after the election. It's not about that. It doesn't it's matter because what the polls they say. want Biden to win and pick a puke. For the Supreme Court. Mark Warner, you would say the exact opposite if it was a Democrat. In fact, you did. That's my entire point. When Obama was there, you wanted the exact opposite. You wanted to vote in an election year. Now you're saying we shouldn't. And why? Because the president? Exactly. president can do that. That's what he should do. Right. Unless it's a Republican president, then we shouldn't do it. Not something where we're giving a life appointment. This judge could be on the court for 35 or 40 years. So, yeah, exactly. She's perfect. In the last 35 days. She's jam perfect. Through. She's jam, perfect. Jam through. I love that. We're jamming jam her. Through. Jamming her. Jam, jam it through. That's not what's happening. Jamming. They've jam. already vetted her. Jelly and jam. She was vetted for the federal jamming judge. Jamming she, she's coming off of being a federal court judge. Actually, fully vetted. Approved by everybody to be a Supreme Court yeah, the reason this isn't perfect yeah. for the job. Well, the reason this isn't shouldn't even be an argument is because if it was a Democrat president, Democrat Senate, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Warner no, we wouldn't. Uh, while people are voting, that's not fair. That's not right. Not because, fair. Regardless of not right. what her views not, are. Not fair and not right. It is completely fair. It's legal. And it is right. Go eat a tuna melt, Mark. Yeah, disgusting. Because you suck. All right, Tim Kaine. Your sandwich sucks. Can we talk about Tim Kaine for a second? Timmy! Because he's Timmy. just... He's just too yeah. fun. I mean, that's th- this is the guy that Timmy. <laughs> Thank All right. So t- Tim Kaine says uh, in an op-ed he wrote in the Roanoke Times. All right, all right, Tim Kaine. So Tim Kaine writes in the uh, in the Roanoke Times. This is unbelievable. Why are Republicans going back on their word? Is it just raw power? What word? The word that said they would not introduce a Supreme Court pick in an election year. But that's the whole point. Well, because we lied. Tim Kaine, you going back on your word because you actually wanted to have that vote for Marla Garen or, or uh, Garland, and now you're saying you don't? I mean, this and, is and ridiculous. here's the thing. Why would they <laughs> promise something like that? I mean, she is perfect for the judge for the judge seat. Well, <laughs> they promised it because 
of the timing of it. When they should have never promised. All they should have to say was, look, we run the Senate. We're not going to vote on it. And you know, the liberal pukes, they get, they get elected, they get into the White House. They can add a whole bunch of Supreme Court justices if they want to. They shouldn't, but they They could. shouldn't, but they can. So here's how Tim Kaine continues. That's how we have to talk to him to get his attention. That's our Timothy Quartet. Yeah, it is. We have a group of people. We do a little music for Timmy. So Tim Kaine at the Roanoke Times said, the GOP is placed on its top domestic priority, the elimination of the Affordable Care Act. If they rush this nomination, they believe they can accomplish their goal. Bull crap. Here's what's interesting about that. Bull, bull, bull. Tim Kaine, you have more power than the judicial. If the judicial shoots down Affordable Care Act because it's unconstitutional, then put it back up constitutionally. I mean, why, why is that such a crisis? He goes on to say, this is how he ended it. It's hard to believe that any party would make a top priority to strip health care from millions. Oh, jeez. The thing is, they're not going to strip health care from anyone. That, how do they get away with all of these bold-faced lies? And, and how could strip it? people be so stupid to believe all this crap? Because that's exactly what it is. Crap. Timmy. Timmy. <laughs> all right. 60 Timmy. seconds. What we learned today, then. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. And that is a wrap of this week's show. And in honor turkey wrap. of Doc Thompson, what did we learn today, Richard Lee? We, we learned that we missed Doc greatly. Um, and we'll see him again one day. We learned that uh, Chris Wallace is a puke. <laughs> no ifs, ands, or buts. No, a liberal puke, isn't it? LPSA? Yeah, LPSA. He's probably like... Liberal Puke Society of America. Just yeah, so the know. chapter... The chapter president. President, you know. Yeah. I, I don't care for him. Here's what else we learned today. Soccer teams are a bunch of snowflakes. They can't stand name-calling. They'll just forfeit if they don't get their way. And maybe they just need some racial sensitivity training or sensitivity training on being called names like they do back and forth every stinking game. What else did we learn today, Richard Lee? Uh, the UVA's president should resign. <laughs> That's a good He's one. He's a dirtbag. He let the lady write all this horrid stuff using profanity on her do- dorm door. He should resign, and he should take her with him wherever he goes. (laughs) Here's what else we learned today, that we only have 33 days to the planet. It's over because four more years of Trump, it's done. The planet will go away. Even though he's just running a country, the planet will be dead. What else did we learn today, Richard Lee? We also learned that uh, Charlottesville Public Schools are going to teach gender identity to all of your kids. I know you're excited about that. You know, we are too. Yank them out, put them in private school or homeschool them. They'll be far better off. We also learned today that never apologize for something you had nothing to do with. Amen. Because the NAACP will see it as weakness and swoop down and crush you. 
like a bug under their shoe. We also learned our beloved president of the United States has been hospitalized with this COVID-19. He's well, in he's good on spirits. He's on his way there. Not yeah. there yet. Well, well I don't he think will be hospitalized as soon as he gets to the hospital. He's on his way there. He's not there yet. Probably going to Walter Reed. We also learned that Mark Warner and Tim Kaine are recanting on something they wanted to do and elect a Supreme Court just in an election year. Why don't they want to do it now? We learned they're hypocrites also. Because it's not a puke, chick, you know, choosing the candidate. We also learned that Tim Kaine is trying to scare millions of Americans by telling them they're going to lose their health care if this lady becomes a Supreme Court justice and Trump gets elected, which is total bunk. It's a lie. It's a, it's a lie. Bonk. bonk. It's a good word. You know, bonk. He is Timmy. Timmy? Timmy. We also learned that this isn't a, a pandemic. Look at the stats. What is the survival rate on COVID-19, and when do we get back to normal? That's the question to ask every mask Nazi. What's the current survival rate? What's it have to be to live normal? How about 99.94%? We also learned that pro soccer players need to grow a spine, crybabies. Isn't that something? It's disgusting. I would like to have a pro soccer team that played Teams like that all the time. Yeah, you just, walk just out, quit. say one word to them, and they run off crying like little girls. Yeah, and then they forfeit, and we win. And then you and get and a and trophy and and every time you do it. All right, check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. We archive our shows there. Click on our name. takes you right to our link. Also, three great videos of the day for your listening and watching players at theleebrothers.com. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.